Good morning, I'm Paul, host of the new PL, and a very warm welcome to this week's The New PL to the Point. The New PL to the Point is a weekly podcast series where, in around 10 minutes each week, we break down and analyze the key elements of our weekly The New PL conversations with industry leaders and entrepreneurs. We offer an opinion on a couple of the key points from those conversations and then discuss how our listeners may practically apply them in their business. This week on the new PL, we break down and analyze our conversation with the incredible Natalie Nahai, author of the brilliant new book, Business Unusual, Values, Uncertainty, and the Psychology of Brand Resilience. Early in our conversation with Natalie, we discussed the challenges some business leaders will face over the coming months as they try to maintain or build a cohesive and collective sense of culture in a much more disparate or atomized workforce, as Natalie describes it. And Natalie stated that while the more heroic style, authoritarian, top-down forms of leadership may have their place in certain contexts in business, they are not going to be the most useful for all contexts, and certainly not when you are trying to bridge dispersed teams and create a, a sense of belonging which is what you really need to get people's participation and collective action. So in Natalie's view, this more hybrid, atomized workforce needs truly transformational leadership to provide employees with the space, the support, and the empowerment they need to thrive in this more hybrid, atomized, remote environment. And this point got me thinking about the differences between heroic and transformational leadership. What defines both of them? And how do we move leadership and leaders from heroic to transformational? Heroic leadership in a broader context is hardwired into society and into our history. It is the soldier who runs forward under fire to save their comrades, or takes on enemy fire and sometimes dies heroically while doing so. It's the person who saves others from a fire, who puts themselves at risk to save these people in the process. And I'm sure we can all think of many, many other examples of those who take the lead and act in a heroic manner in society more generally. And when I think of heroes in my own country, Aotearoa, New Zealand, I think of people like Dame Fina Cooper, the Maori land activist and the organizer of the 1975 Maori land march on parliament. Dame Fina Cooper was someone who dedicated her life to fighting historical injustices with regard to land illegally acquired by colonial governments in New Zealand over many years. So in broader society, there are many positive and widely admired attributes rightly accredited to demonstrations of heroic leadership. However, when the definition of heroic leadership transfers itself to business, it sometimes, not always I need to stress, but it sometimes seems to distort itself in the process and gets bound up with a kind of autocratic leadership so this week, I'm trying to figure out why and how we break this down and start to change the distortion that happens in the transformation. And I've got a theory, which I'll explain to you now. And for the record, if you disagree with me, then please do let me know, as I'd love to continue this discussion, because I don't have the answer, I only have a theory. So my theory is in the broader context, heroic leadership, as I alluded to earlier with my example of Dame Fina Cooper and others, is generally most often underpinned by a higher social purpose. They are leading, agitating, or driving for an improvement, a transformation in some type of common good or injustice or change. So it's always looking outward in terms of leadership. A leader within a society or group that is working for that society or group. And crucially, the reward 
for them, for that individual, the reward is in the transformation and the change itself. And this last point is critical because it is where the contrast with heroic leadership and business is and where some of the more autocratic self-centered aspects of heroic business leadership creep in and hold undue influence and for a very clear reason because the reward for your success as a heroic business leader is not simply measured in the transformation or the change itself that is not the final destination for your purpose and for your ego the ultimate reward for heroic leadership in business is financial and reputational on an individual level and it's worth adding at this point that the concept of a hero appeals to something very primal within most of us at a very deep level because part of the fabric that binds the concept of heroic leadership is our need underneath to feel that we are important wanted looked up to admired and so on so in business all of this sometimes manifests itself in the shape of something like this a leader saying or at least a leader thinking i came in i saved this company i grew this company I led it through the turmoil, and now I have my big bonus to reward me and my enhanced reputation, which makes me even more attractive to the next business who would like to pay me handsomely for my heroic leadership abilities. So financial and reputational rewards, which are primarily individual, become the driver and the motivator for that heroic leadership achievement. So if we do need a different type of leadership, one that is more transformational than heroic, to meet the challenges of a more hybrid world of work, as well as the many other elements that businesses need to consider and embrace today, such as diversity, equity, and inclusion, climate change, fourth industrial revolution, globalization, supply chain recalibration, reskilling of labor, rebalancing of markets, and so on and so on. Then don't we actually need a different measurement framework upon which we measure and reward transformational leadership rather than just one that is largely financial if heroic leadership is rewarded by the financial mechanism purely then transformational leadership needs a different type of measurement framework because what incentives or inspiration do leaders have to move their leadership from heroic to transformational when the measurement criteria remains the same this is where the issue in my mind lies and where it takes real consistent and determined courage by board and management to reframe what their success as a business looks like in a wider context. Yes, business needs profit, but it also needs real purpose for that profit to be sustainable. And yes, there clearly needs to be growth and there clearly needs to be sales. But as businesses and business leaders, we also need to think about the wider role we play in society as well. And of course, part of the reward for a leader has to be financial. Every business is in the reality of a highly competitive talent market. But that doesn't change the fact that for a leader of the future to have the skills and the desire to address the challenges and the opportunities of the future, their successes and the rewards for their successes have to be measured and calibrated in a much different way, in a much broader way, in a much more transformational way. And just to caveat, I'm not suggesting for a moment that there are not virtuous forms of heroic leadership in business. Of course there are, and many transformational leaders are heroic in their determination. But as always with these things, it's in the nuance. It's in the detail where the deeper truth hides. Because transformational leaders are heroic when they are taking those they are being heroic on behalf of with them, 
when they are leading in the truest sense of the word, leading others from the front with a common cause for the common good, not leading in spite of them, largely for personal reward. So leaders, managers, industries, boards, investors, stakeholders need to be much more courageous about what the incentives, the motivations and the rewards are if they want transformational leadership. Because until we do, we can't expect leaders to be more transformational in their actions when their salary rewards their autocratic heroism. So as we come to the end of this episode, my question today is, does your business reward transformational leadership or heroic leadership based ultimately on a more autocratic approach? How are your expectations for your leadership out of alignment with the framework for the rewards you are providing? What would or could you change in the next week to start to bring the aspiration and the framework closer together? If you've enjoyed today's discussion, then please do take a moment to pop back and listen to the full discussion with Natalie Nahai, episode 151. It is a fantastic 50 minutes full of wisdom. Thank you once again for listening to the new PL to the point today. I invite you to pop back to the next episode of the new PL Deep Discussion, where we will be speaking to John Harris, President and CEO of Worldwide Partners Inc., one of the world's largest advertising and marketing communications networks. It's a deep dive into corporate culture, creativity, and effective communication. I hope you're able to join us. And again, if you've enjoyed today and you enjoy the new PL more generally, please do take a moment to rate us or review us. It all helps with our ratings and our rankings. And also join the new PL movement. Just go to principlesandleadership.com, click on the newsletter subscription, and we'll keep you up to date with all the latest news, views, and podcasts from the new PL. So finally, I'm Paul, host of the new PL to the point. Thank you once again for listening and have a great day. Thank you.